Hi, we are here today uh, to talk a little bit about Yemen. I'm Elena Delosier from the Washington Institute, and we have uh, Thomas Junot, a professor at the University of Ottawa. Thomas, thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for, for being here. So today, I think we'll want to talk a bit about the role of a new envoy that was named recently uh, for Yemen. Can you tell us a bit about that? Yeah, so there is this new envoy. His name is uh, Hans Grunberg, and he has worked on Yemen before. Uh, he's Swedish, and in his role as a diplomat in Sweden, he worked on the Gulf for a number of years. And since 2019, he's been the EU's ambassador to Yemen. Uh, and so he's he's not coming in totally fresh. He understands the situation on the ground. The parties uh, know him. And so, you know, it's starting off well in that regard. But what he's facing is the former special envoy really struggled to get a ceasefire. He had been working on getting a ceasefire and there were a series of, you know, parts of that ceasefire plan. Uh, and he was working on different parts at, at, at different points and just could never quite get it over the finish line before his term uh, ended. And so the new envoy has the opportunity to either pick up that same ball and keep running it or to change the what the field looks like. And I think he's going to change what the field looks like at least a little bit. And there's some folks who want him to change it a lot. They want him to completely uh, you know, look at his mandate in a, a totally different way. Other people just want some, you know, some small tactical changes. But at the end of the day, he's going to face the same foundational issues as all the envoys before him, which is the parties on the ground need to have the political will to end the war. And in the state the war's in right now, I'm not sure that that actually exists. Well, I think I think you're right. And I think of those foundational issues, one of the biggest challenges he faces is that he has very few tools uh, at his disposal. He can cajole, he can bring people together, he can facilitate communication, which is all important, it can help. Um, but as you just said, if the main actors on the ground are not willing to compromise and to really invest in an effort to work for peace, which I don't think they are at this point, especially the Houthis, but, but uh, others too, uh, there's not so much that he can do. And, and you know, one of the, the, the tragic ironies and the main challenges of, of his position is that he will get a lot of the blame if he fails, like his predecessors did, even though uh, a lot of what's going on is beyond his control. That's absolutely right. And so one of the things that he'll be faced with is this question of what to do with the regional parties. Now, Saudi has a very specific role in the talks that I think is probably clear to most people listening to this. Uh, but some of the other regional players, it's never been you know, entirely clear what role Oman might eventually play or Kuwait. Uh, or the big, big question is Iran. Can you talk to us a little bit about what role uh, the special envoy might give to Iran, if any? Uh, that's a really difficult question, and, and the answer is not obvious. And, and Iran has a very complicated role to play here. We all know that Iran provides a lot of support for the Houthis. Um, it's been, there's been a large increase in that role uh, in the last few years. Iran, in a way, is not necessarily opposed to the idea of a peace process in Yemen, um, but under very specific conditions. It will support a peace process only if it perceives that that process will entrench Houthi power. If it perceives that efforts to promote peace by Saudi Arabia, the U.S. or the U.N. Have, uh, seek to, to, to marginalize or to reduce Houthi power, Iran will spoil. And, and we all know that it can do that pretty well. So the challenge for the, the new envoy, as it was for his predecessor, is 
to give a voice to Iran somewhere, because if Iran does not have a voice, it will spoil, and, and that is not conducive to peace. But if the envoy gives too much of a role to Iran, the US and Saudi Arabia in particular will not be satisfied, and on their side, there will be opposition. So that is a very difficult balance to strike for uh, the new envoy. Martin Griffiths, his predecessor, tried to strike that balance by opening channels to Iran. He actually traveled to Tehran, which was fairly... Um, mm -hmm. unique, uh, fairly important development in terms of, of acknowledging the reality of Iran's role. But at the same time, he was under under pressure uh, not to open that window too much. Um, what, what do you think? How do you view that evolving? Yeah, I would just add to this that also there's the question of how the Houthis feel about Iran being involved. I think That's a good point. one yeah. of the sort of misnomers is this idea that the Houthis would be thrilled with that because Iran is their backer. But in fact, the Houthis have always kept Iran at least somewhat at arm's length or, or rather they want to be the top dog in Yemen. Uh, not not on behalf of Iran, but as themselves. And if they happen to have a backer in Iran, great. Uh, but they don't want to be usurped by Iran. They wouldn't want Saudi and Iran making a deal on Yemen without them. And so I think that's that's a calculation as well on the, the Iran piece. And the other thing that you said that I think is really critical is just the idea of spoilers. So you brought up the idea of Iran under certain circumstances potentially being a spoiler. And there's you know, half a dozen other groups in Yemen who could be spoilers today that maybe a few years ago were not in a position to be. So the envoy certainly has his work cut out for him. No, oh, that's well said. And I think your your point on, on the Houthis obviously being very close to Iran, this is a solid partnership now, but also mindful of the Houthis are deeply nationalistic, right? That's a very important point. Mm -hmm. They don't want Iran, as you said, to usurp the, the process. And I, I think that's a key point. On this, I think we have to stop. Thanks a lot. Thanks.